table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Why are you bringing the facts about sports? And if you don't agree, say so. 4460387. Seven is that number to call in. 4460387. Live on Facebook, live on Periscope. If you just heard our intro, RIP Alex Trebek. One time, listen. Man, one of the 35 years been saw, coming into people's households. It's been that short? <laughs> I thought it was longer than that. I thought he'd been in there it felt like 40 it, right. years, 40 plus, but. Right. So this, I'm going to say it. Uh, there's, there's a few Caucasian males that have been allowed, first allowed into my household that I can recall. <laughs> Alice Trebek is one of them. <laughs> Tom Brokaw and Dan Rather, the other two. <laughs> and so it was local news. And then it was then the, the evening news. Evening news, and then right after that, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> <laughs> it was Alex Trebek, baby. So, um, I mean, you—he was a, a staple. Yeah. I mean, him and Will of Fortune with um, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak, and that, the, that was a staple. Old girl still turning. She's still turning. Vanna White. Vanna White. <laughs> Them other two the Caucasian people <laughs> got let. <laughs> Famous for it. I yeah, mean, man, yeah, yeah. and to actually have seen him uh, do several uh, question and answer with sports, and most yeah. notably um, the Ottawa Senators when they elected their when they uh, drafted their young guy, he oh, did yeah. it in the form of a Jeopardy question, question and yeah, answer yeah, yeah. Uh, just last month. Yeah. So you know he up until uh, his last few days, at, what was it, eighty some years old? Yeah. So they say he still um, the the shows that will be aired. He was able to finish some shows that will be aired in December. Wow. So um, you know, even though he he's gone, he won't be forgotten. You know. Oh, no time soon. No time soon going um, forward. So yeah, they'll have some some shows aired. And they'll probably be the most watched. I I will tell you honest, I haven't really tuned into a Jeopardy show in a while. Um, but I'll tune into now. those. You know what I mean? I tune into <laughs> those. going to be one of the highest yeah, rated yeah, shows yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in the form of uh, an answer, <laughs> <laughs> the team in Georgia that just can't get right. Which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the what is? What is? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into that tonight. <laughs> Welcome back, our engineer, for two, Rick. For we 200. Have, for two, 
<laughs> for 200, 200, Alex. For a thousand, all of them. Who is all of them? I'm going to bet all. They're going to play Ace and you got no money yet. No problem. Don't worry about it. Daily double. Put it on credit. <laughs> I know I'm going to get this answer right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, we got NFL to discuss as well. Um, the best race car driver in Georgia. Boy, I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> I'll let your boy. I'm hot. We I got that to, to, to discuss tonight <laughs> and uh, how the COVID-19 is factoring in again in uh, the world of football as well as the Masters. We got the Masters this week. Sergio. And um, that's what we'll start with. Yeah, as you just said, Sergio, uh, who won in 2017, is out because of COVID. He tested positive this past weekend at the Houston Open. Um, he missed the cut and said he was feeling a you know a little under the weather. Got tested. Uh, his wife was okay, but uh, he contracted it, so he won't be at the Masters this week. But maybe COVID. Maybe maybe Kobe. Maybe uh, Tiger will win. If uh, everybody gonna, <laughs> if everybody gets, sick, everybody test out. I need, that's I need, sad. That that's the only way some, he gonna win. I need some more top people to test we'll out. We'll take it how we get it. We'll <laughs> take it how we get it. You don't mind the asterisk. You don't mind the asterisk. It's still asterisk. Still count toward them numbers. <laughs> the the interesting thing also too is the Hurricane Etta that is in Florida right now is playing a factor in the, the Masters this year in the weather. Correct. Now of course normally it's the first. Uh, full weekend in April, starting on Thursday through Sunday that the Masters is played, but because of the uh, COVID, is now moved to fall. So this is the first time in 80 years that it'll be a fall tournament, so we won't have the azaleas and all that in full bloom. It'll be the leaves changing, which will still add some nice scenery to everything that would take place in Augusta. And one of the things that they're going to do different this year, well, there won't be any ropes that separate the few spectators that will be there which will probably be agents, um, family, you know, just uh, sprinkle in a few. It won't be a normal spectators at the Augusta, even though they had some last weekend at the, this past weekend at the Houston Open. So they're going to basically like spray paint where the rope would be. Okay. So there won't be a physical rope pushing or uh, holding back patrons because there won't be as it, many. It, yeah. The, the other thing that will play different, not just because we were expecting winds and colder weather, it is unusually warm, it's because of the rain, you won't get any distance off the tee after the ball rolls. Once you hit it, it's pretty much stuck. That's pretty much so, where it's going to so be. So the, 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 the course is going to be soft? Very soft. Okay. So you might get, you know, five or ten yards after you hit yeah. the ball and it lands. Not your normal, if you catch, especially like on 10, which is all downhill, where you can catch that bank, and a lot of them will hit driver or three wood off of there instead of driver. You hit it a good 270, it'll roll 320, 330. You're not going to get that with soft conditions. Now, would that make a difference depending on if you're the first group to go out compared to the last group? Because obviously you're going to have, you know, dew and, mm -hmm. and temperatures, and if, if it winds up, I don't, I don't expect it to be as warm as it is right now. Like today, it has been. Right. But as you go through the course of the day, your temperature will rise. So, if yeah, it depends what, what on that, when you that, start that, off that in the morning or the advantage. afternoon. Okay, and that's the proverbial luck of the draw. And a lot of times that 
would definitely come into place under normal conditions of the master, especially if there's, in this case, rain, or if there is high winds. Maybe they're out in the morning and then the afternoon, you know, you don't have them as much. So in the afternoon, if you don't have the high winds, the course is dried up a little bit. You have to take advantage of it because those players come in the morning, it's, it's uh, switches. So you have to take advantage of the course conditions when they're favorable. Gotcha. That is the best time to attack the par fives, which over the course of the last 10 champions, the if you play the par fives well, at least two or three under for the tournament, that puts yourself in the final group or next to the final group with a great chance to win at the end. And Tiger's gonna need that. Now, course knowledge, of course, is going to come into play. There, there are very little changes besides the um, hole placements, which, you know, for the most part, Sunday, they're in their normal places on Sunday. But throughout the tournament, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's rumors that they are going, they could possibly change their normal pin placements for those days. And having course knowledge will be a huge factor. One of the players who's coming in with a lot of hype is Bryson DeChambeau, who bombs it like literally a long drive champion, 330-340. He has even talked about playing some of the holes, let's say, what is it? Five, that's that par three? No, five is the long par four now. Uh, I think it was another hole, like 13 or 14. Bombing it down on the other side and then playing across in another fairway. Because, you know, because he can hit it so far, oh, okay. it's more of an opening. I'm trying to remember what hole he said, but it's more of an opening on one if you bomb it down the other side and play back across. Wow. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if he really goes with that theory because he does have the ball speed and the power to do so. If this is the case, this is going to be pretty much like the Houston Rockets. Is small ball going to work? You know, yeah. uh, it didn't work for the playoffs for them, but this was the bubble. So, you know, you have to take that with a grain of salt. But if Bryson can play this, I'm just going to power it down there power over bunkers that are 300 yards out, leave myself a short iron in on a lot of uh, holes, then it will be more of the players starting to work on their swing speed and their power. It won't be the normal placement shots that you'll have. <clears throat> I think, but I think that that's the case that might work for one or two tournaments or it's short lived because that torque on the body's not going to last forever. Well, so that brings up Tiger. He was one of the one of the ones who started introducing that, just bomb it and then kind of play out from there. But with him, with his torque and everything, that's because he was doing some Navy SEAL type training, which puts a lot on his body. So the combination of the the torque on the body and training like a Navy SEAL at the same time added more wear and tear on his body. Okay. Uh, Bryson has been working strictly on. Uh, his speed and his power. Uh, they mentioned that he was going to go to a 48-inch uh, shaft. Uh, that is legal. That is the highest that you can have. Mostly everybody uses 45. But he said he didn't feel right with the 48 and getting his body around with it, that it would take more torque and, you know, it would be more awkward for him. Gotcha. So he's going to go with the 45. But again, if 
<laughs> if he does manage to win this in this kind of way, you're going to see a lot more players just just say, hey, I'll bomb it down there and then just, you know, pitch out and yeah. hope to, to win from there. Maybe some of the younger players. Yeah, but the you younger still, players. You still got to also have, like you to your point, the, 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 the speed to, you know, even do that. And it's just a natural power to do it. Everybody's not don't have the power. Everybody would be LeBron. They could be LeBron as far as power-wise. You know what I mean? Every, you know, you just ain't built that way. You're just not built that way. But here's the thing, though. Golf is one of the few things where your power is not in your size. It's in the, the speed in which you move the club and the turning of your hips. So you can see guys like, uh, who was it, Mike Weir from Canada being so small. Even Rory is small, but can just hit it, you know, 300 yards in the air because of, again, the swing speed and the way you move your hips and when you come in the impact. So you can have somebody who's not trying to put anybody down, 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds, yeah. who can bomb it out there, you know, 300 yards because they they have the science of how to hit the ball. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, normally, yeah, your power, you think, like you say, LeBron, a 6'9", 250, or uh, Dustin Johnson, who's, what, 6'5", or something like that, you know. You're big, taller, bigger, guy, yeah. bigger guys, right. But that's not the case with golf. Okay. Which okay. makes it for a lot of people an even playing field. And that's why you can have uh, people, uh, men and female, up into their 70s and 80s who can still hit the ball a long way because they understand their body and their swing speed. And technology has gotten a lot better. Yeah, yeah, the ball, with the, the clubs the club that you use, the ball that you use. And that's the other thing, too and expecting colder weather, the ball doesn't travel as far. So that's going to also play a huge difference into how you navigate across the pines and everything and the, and the different um, holes that will be at Augusta this year is because you won't get the same kind of travel that you might get the 1st of April. Now, there have been some Aprils that it's been cool, you yeah. know, 50, 60 degrees where – they have on light jackets or, or, you know, sweaters or something for the first couple of days, and you have to navigate through that. So this will be interesting to see. The other thing, not having spectators, that's where the roars come in. If you're on 9, you know what's going on on 10. And if you're on, you know, even on 7, you can know what's going on on 4 because you hear a roar from a crowd, and that makes you make you, – you look up at the leaderboard. Oh, yeah. So – Expect for the players to look at the leaderboard more. I mean, they if they tell you they don't, they lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of them look at the leaderboard, but look for them to look more at the leaderboard because you won't have those roars to say, okay, let me let me look up and see what's going on with, like you say, Tiger. Uh, where's Dustin Johnson at this point? Where's Adam Scott? We know Bubba. Yeah. Uh, both his majors have come at Augusta. Yeah. Where's Bubba at at this particular point in time? So – Look for them, especially their caddies, to be more in tune with what's going on around each and every hole because they don't have that the fans there. And that's going to play a major difference, too. You make a great putt or you save for par, and you don't – yeah, you might you might hear that, right? It's going to be the real golf clap at that point, and you don't have that momentum – of okay, I'm going to the next hole feeling good. Yeah, you're feeling good, but so remember it's point, not the same. Remember that point when we get into NASCAR. I, wanna, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about something on the way in that as far as championships and all these asterisks we want to put on 
and just remind me when we get into when that. Get in there. Yeah. yeah, but it, it it's truly not the same. When Tiger made that exceptional chip shot on 16 that showed the Nike logo mm-hmm. and was the perfect commercial for Nike, they didn't have to do anything but yeah. just re-air we, we, it. Yeah. He went to 17 feeling great. He felt the energy from the crowd. Could you imagine he made a spectacular shot like that? And like you said, it's four people that clap. He's going to the next hole mentally like, okay, let me get – you can't just sit there, grip it, and rip it, so to speak. Yeah. You know, with that adrenaline going, with the crowd behind you, knowing that you feel like you got the whole world behind you. Now it's five or six people that clapped and said, hey, that was good, you know. Your, your, your caddy said you're doing good. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> your caddy's like, keep focus, you know, great shot. It, it, it's truly not the same, and that is one of the things that – in every sport that, especially ones that have already been played, is they miss that interaction from the fans, and especially basketball. Let me go there for a quick second. The fans are so close. They're right there on top of you in such a small arena, and to have that that feeling, whether you're on the road of shutting the crowd up or you're at home and you got the, yeah. the fans behind you, it makes a huge difference. And looking at the Masters this week, that'll be the one thing that's missing is that the crowd participation. And you would think at a golf course you wouldn't want crowd participation. You don't want the guy yelling behind you, you know, yelling stuff as soon as you hit the ball or anything like that. But they're going to to miss having that experience at the Masters. But, I mean, this is what 2020 has, has brought us this year. Could they possibly add, I mean, add noise? No. It, it, the, the Masters is the one major, the one golf course that is in the same place every single year. And in the, even in the slogan, the Masters, the tradition, you know, the accepting of the green jacket at Butler's Cabin, you know, the ceremonial shots to, to begin it, the fact that they still, all the caddies have to have on the white jumpsuit. You know, it, it's, it's tradition. And it's, it's been that way. The only thing that they've changed is they tried to lengthen some holes and try and make some things different, but it hasn't Tiger changed. Tiger proof it, right. But that hasn't changed since Bobby Jones started it back in, what, 1920 or something. So that won't change. Now, the other thing that, that has taken place is they always have the ceremonial tee shots. Uh, usually it's been Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, who now passed away, Gary Player, those three. Uh, since Arnold Palmer um, has passed away, it'll be now Lee Elder. Lee Elder was the first black man in 1975 to be a part of the Masters. So those three now will hit the ceremonial tee shot. I want to say he's 85, 86 is Lee Elder. And so it'll be those three hitting the first tee shot, and they even honor him this week, so going forward, Payne College, Payne University, about five miles away from Augusta National, HBCU, is going to offer two scholarships in honor of his name. Uh, one for the men's team, men's golf team, and one for the, the, the women's golf team. Interesting to note, they don't have a women's golf team. So Augusta National is going to put money into starting 
the women's golf team. But, but you got to get them up. You got to get them up. <laughs> so Augusta National is coming full circle. It wasn't but, what, 15 years ago they started letting women in. So Before cell phones. Right. <laughs> right after cell phones. Right after cell phones before they started letting. So you see the progression that is starting to play with take place at a place called the Masters. Uh, <laughs> but the, the the progressiveness of reaching back and trying to help women and now people of color to be inclusive in things. And, you know, it'll be interesting to to see. I'm sure Elder, uh, Lee Elder, probably hasn't been more nervous since his first time on the tee box as to hit this ceremonial mm -hmm. tee shot because at this point, the whole world is watching you. Back then in 75, you had a small group of people and it was uh, rebroadcast, you know. More, <laughs> you know? more word of mouth. Yeah, more word of mouth. You had you a know, still picture in the, pair, in, in the paper. Back page of the paper. <laughs> <laughs> right, but uh, I'm sure for him, you know, receiving death threats and everything that he had to go through, being the first black to, to be at the Masters and then paving the way for people like Calvin Pete and then Tiger to go on and, he was, of course, there in 97 when Tiger won it and blew away the field and set the record for the best four rounds at the Masters. So to now see him be part of this ceremonial uh, tee shot on Thursday will, will be good to see. And the fact that they went and partnered with an HBCU that was right there. Again, it's what, probably five miles away from uh, Augusta College, Payne College to have that as part of the scholarship in his name. And to do it before, unfortunately, before he passes away. Yeah. That's the other thing, to give him his flowers uh, while he's still yeah. here. Like he's still smelling. Right, <laughs> instead of his wife or one of his kids having yeah. to accept in his mm -hmm. honor. Uh, shows a lot, and you know, a lot of people be skeptics and like, why they wait now? They did it. Yeah, it's done. You get, it's being done. You, right, it's being done. We, we can sit there and be like, yeah, they took too long to do this, yeah. yeah. But it's being done, and, and that's the most important thing. So who do you like this weekend for the Masters? Since you, you've you been batting almost 1,000 here with your predictions lately, Woo! except NFL, but we'll get to that no, in a minute. Actually, though, <laughs> I was kind of going good NFL than them Dolphins <laughs> in uh, Seattle, but I should have known better. Anyway, um, uh, let me see here. So no Sergio. I no tell, Sergio. I got to tell you, I, I don't have Tiger winning anything this year because of the COVID. You, you shouldn't know. have him winning anything for. Yeah, I, be, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that talk two years <laughs> ago. I, listen, I got to write. I heard that talk two years ago, and he won the Masters. <laughs> Which he know. is the defending champion. Let's yeah, not forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's so, not forget. Tiger but, is the defending champion, um, so he gets to pick the 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 champions dinner menu for Wednesday night. Probably uh -huh. be what's his favorite. Um, it was uh, was it tacos and something else that he fajitas. I think it was fajitas that he always liked to have and ice cream for dessert. But yes, the all the previous champions get together on Wednesday, and the past champion gets to decide the the menu. So we'll see what he picks again this year. Um, I'm gonna go with a well known name. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, if I'm not mistaken, Dustin's been pretty been playing pretty good he this has. season. So um, he was out for a couple of weeks because he he missed the oh what what was that the Zozo Championship in California I think because he had tested positive so he hasn't played competitively in three or four weeks but he's I, been practicing obviously I'm, I'm gonna go with him I'm uh, what's the other guy that like hit the long ball 
I'm not gonna get on that train. I oh, think Rice and DeChambeau. That, yeah, I, I I think I think the conditions aren't gonna. I don't. I think the Masters is one of those places where you, you play it, play the Masters for what it is. You don't go in there and try to come up with some new ideas and all that kind of stuff. He may try it, but it's not gonna work out. Um, so the uh, long ball isn't gonna work. No. He, like I said, he may try it. He may, you know, but it's what they say. You, you, uh, what they say. You, um, how does how the saying go? You, you, you. Damn, what's, I know you putt for cash, but you, uh, um, uh, I was just about to say it. Now you, uh, drive for, for dough. Drive for show, yeah. putt for dough. Well, he gonna be driving for dough. I mean, driving for show, sure. but ain't gonna be putting nothing for, for dough. dough. <laughs> so, um, I was, I was gonna say something else, but this is a. <laughs> Clean, free atmosphere. <laughs> but um, so I'm gonna go with Dustin, who's been, you know, for the most part of this year. I guess I'm gonna go with a, a, a well-known name, but I wouldn't be surprised if it'd be somebody that we haven't, you know, haven't talked about or someone that's been doing well at some of the smaller, smaller opens, and you know, they just pop up on the scene and everything just works out right for them. For the weather them. works out for them. They actually get into the right, the right group. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be afternoon or morning, just depending on what the weather's like and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they happen to win. So I, so either I go with a big name with Dustin. If you want to put percentages on, I give him a a forty five percent chance, but I'll go higher on the field. The field. Yeah. It's funny we've gotten to that point of we have so many options now. Before, when Tiger was in his prime, it was Tiger or the field. Mm-hmm. It was one person. Yeah. Or the other 125 participants. Now it's the opposite. Now it's the anyone. Is this the field? Yeah. yeah. There is no one particular player that we can say he they, has the best chance. And not even they coming in hot. Right. It well, doesn't I mean, matter. Who was who was who was kind of hot for like almost three years in a row? Though was it um, Brooks Kepka? But who was almost won all? Brooks Kepka. Okay. So um, I mean, I, looking at him, he. Did pretty well. I, I want to say at the Houston Open, which is just just past what, weekend. Just yeah. past weekend. Congratulations so. to Carlos Ortiz, Ortiz uh-huh. yeah, who won the Houston you know, Open. So Dustin was second in that, mm-hmm. or tied for second, and then you had um, Brooks Kepta down in fifth. So like I said, you got some big some big names who, you know, might be coming in into the into the Masters playing well. Right. But I still wouldn't be surprised. But if the it'd Masters. Be, but it's yeah, still the Masters. Masters yeah, so. We've had a uh, was Danny Wilmet won five years ago. Nobody heard of him until yeah. the Masters. You ain't heard from him since. I heard from him since, right. <laughs> that it's like, that one time yeah, yeah. of the year, that one course in the year where, like you say, it could be, literally, it can be anybody. So, I, right now, I go with I go with Dustin Johnson. Like I said, I gave him a 40%, 45% chance, but I put the rest on the field. And this is Phil's last time playing as a, before he moves to the Champions Tour. Of course, he'll still continue yeah. to to be invited back because he's who, a previous who, champion. Who's in there that haven't that hasn't won a uh, Roy Roy is the one that needs to win because this would complete complete the career Grand Slam. He had that epic collapse a couple of years ago where he had a three shot lead going into Amen Corner and blew it on a par three. I think would he take like an eight and just the wheels completely fell, fell off okay. and he hasn't got in contention, was it year before last? But yeah, it's he's the one that and it would be funny that he would win it this year too, and it be in November instead of normally in April. I, like I could he, see he could feel do. Feel like he in Europe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Playing on a links course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see him winning it. I, I literally, 
I'm not sure who to pick. I would I would think that Brooks Kepka, that's who if I had to put money down, let me say this. If I had to put two dollars down, I'll put it on Brooks Kepka. As you mentioned, he played well coming into the um, from the Houston Open. He now knows the course. He's played it enough to have the course knowledge, and he can hit the ball as far as anybody else. And those are going to be the kind of things that will will help him, especially if it's extremely soft conditions. He's a better iron player to me, short iron player than Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson hits it probably about ten more yards further than Brooks Kepka, but Brooks. Short game is That's better. It. That don't matter. Right. You can't, so you can't put on the green. You can't putt. I, I would go. Out, my my um, person. I would pick the winner, Brooks Kepka. But again, I wouldn't put. I would. I put your two dollars on no it. No problem. I'm just hot right now. <laughs> Run that bad boy straight. Uh, who knows? Bubba could get his third win again. That that's the yeah. crazy part. And that, oh, the other thing too, Bubba just signed um, um, a contract extension with Ping that is basically going to be for the entire long life, entire time he decides life, to play lifelong. a lifelong life. contract with Ping. He started with Ping when they said when he was like twelve years old. He never took lessons. He just picked it up and started playing. And now, lifelong contract. You know, with I Ping. wonder. I, um, you see a lot of that going on, obviously. LeBron signed a lifetime with Nike. Uh-huh. Um, somebody else signed. I want, was it Harden signed, signed almost a lifelong with Adidas? AI's with um, Reebok. Now, Reebok. Hey, re, he, they, back then, his, yeah. you know, we didn't realize at the time that he basically had a lifelong, what, he kept, collects 10, 15 million next year or end of this year? I think something like that. You know. Or it, more than that. Well, I know more, but 50 yeah. million. It's 50, 50 million. Some, yeah, something crazy. End of 2020 or whatever, but. He signed the contract while know, he was still playing. Still playing. So, um, I wonder, uh, you know, these guys. If you get them, especially if they, you know, I mean, obviously Bubba's won two Masters. So whenever you say his name, you're gonna you gotta say, say two-time right. you master, gotta say two-time you know master mean? winner. So when you get when you get those, you take advantage of once you have those resume checkoff mm-hmm. boxes or whatever. So like you know, it makes you would think, why would I do it? What I'm gonna wind up spending if it's if you look at. Any any marketing, if I want to wind up having to spend every three or four years, I got to spend top dollar on a new person, and then mm-hmm. he fizzles out, and the next guy come, I got to do it. Probably in half that time, I would have spent the same amount of money that I just went ahead and gave one time. Or more. You probably would have spent more as opposed to yeah, having yeah. a lifelong yeah. contract. And like you say, Ping can always say, we have a two-time, no, like the, no matter who comes along and yeah. goes, Two-time master champion. Yeah. And then, Use this equipment because that's the other thing they do on Monday morning. They will always go and say, the winner used this driver, these clubs, this putter, this particular ball. And that goes into free advertisement. Yeah. So to have Bubba up there, like you say, until you know Bubba says he doesn't want to, every year he can come back to Georgia, his home, yeah. and play the Masters. Mm-hmm. And he would walk around with that pink club, more than likely the pink shaft that he likes yeah. to use that makes it stand out. That's marketing right there. Yeah. <laughs> One time hit. You trying to try to figure out why they would do that? That's you know, and then you, like I said, you're not you don't got to factor in inflation. Cause like I said, every time mm-hmm. you go with a right. new player, the price is going to be higher. So over a period of time, you, like I said, you probably wind up spending more. Than just cutting the check one time. And a new technology comes out, you offer it to him and yeah. let them, let them try tweak it, it how they want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And then and I ain't paying for it. I mean, I've already paid for it. I've I'm already paid for it, right. Yeah, yeah. So 
We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got more of Georgia to discuss when we get to NASCAR. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. Be right back. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. 404-603-8770 is that number. 404-603-8770 live on Periscope, live on Facebook. Uh, we wrapped up talking about uh, first congratulations to Ortiz and winning the Houston Open this past weekend. But the Masters, our prediction, you're going with uh, Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. going with uh, Brooks Kepka, and we probably will both be <laughs> wrong. wrong. <laughs> Cause the field, right, because the, the field is going to win. <laughs> but that will be the best thing to do is to watch. It, it, it's good to see that the, the Masters is back. Um, before we went to break, we were talking about um, – Long-time contracts, lifelong contracts, and 
Ping just gave one to Bubba Watson, uh, Georgia boy. Which brings us to NASCAR and the Georgia boy from Dawsonville, Georgia. Boys, that just going left. <laughs> Congratulations, Chase Elliott. Congratulations. NASCAR yep. Cup Series champion. Yep. Fallen Daddy footsteps. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bill Elliott won in 1988 when it was, I don't know, it was just called uh, Cup Series then. It, I don't even know if they had Monster or whatever the uh, sponsors, Xfinity yeah. and stuff like that. Probably but. not. Not half. <laughs> it was STP. STP. It was all your, it was all STP. your, all your gas <laughs> and oil. <laughs> STP. Uh, What's the Navaline. other Navaline. <laughs> what was the other green? What's the green and white? Quakers. Uh, Quakers. Quakers. <laughs> <laughs> it was only three oils. <laughs> Quaker, Navaline, yeah, STP. Yeah, that's all you had. That's all you had then. Whatever. And you do them by the colors too. Well, Yellow, green, green, or the white. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was, that's, that's, <laughs> you didn't have no quick. My bad. Philip Philip seventy six might have been in it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, it's come a long way. But he he raced great. He had a three second lead the last oh, twenty five laps. Uh, they were in Phoenix. Normally it's in Homestead in Miami, but they moved it to Phoenix for the championship. And he had a three second lead the last twenty five laps. The only thing that he and his crew was praying for. Was there wasn't a caution? Yeah. Because then, if a caution comes out, then the number twenty-two car and Joey Logano could have won at that particular point. You break, know who? Break, break down who to knows? A yeah. Breaks down to a sprint. To a sprint. That's what you did not want to happen. So, thankfully, everything was raced clean the last twenty-five laps, which allowed him to to win at only twenty-four years old. Almost twenty-five. He's the third youngest to win at his age. Um, that is crazy. So we mentioned, you mentioned in the in the previous segment, not having the crowds, the fans, mm -hmm. as far as you know, at the at Augusta and how that's going to be different. Right. And as we have put asterisks next to all the all, other everything, everything else. else, you know, the NBA being in the bubble, one mm -hmm. area, no no fans. You know, toward the end they had family a little bit. You know, right. still pick up game. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you seeing in baseball half season. Kind of had fans toward the end of the little bubble, bit. But in still, the bubble, but, but yeah, there's still no travel, nothing like that. Mm -mm. I think the one, the one sport where I would be hesitant in putting a an asterisk behind is this NASCAR Cup Series. They played their whole the season out. They had the break, but they played the whole season out, right? Which you can make that. Which they only took a uh, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The latter half of March, and it was right back at it in yeah, April. in April. Um, so, I mean, granted, yes, you can say the NBA finished their season two, so you can check, check, right? But when we when we talked to, you know, people that called in, our, our, our boy out there in, in Iowa, um, you know, and asked, you know, um, what's the difference between crowds and no crowds? They're like, nothing. We're going 400 miles an hour. I ain't got <laughs> it's time a blur. It's yeah. a blur. You don't hear nothing. The only difference is at the end when I get my when I get my award or you know there's get, nobody there's cheering. nobody to cheer. That's the only difference. But the actual what competition, I, competition itself, itself is in its purest form. There's no change with the crowds or not there. So um, I would think out of all, I would be hesitant to put an asterisk. Or if, I, if you put an asterisk, only to say that it happened during that happened COVID, during tour, right. but it's not an asterisk as far as I want to take anything away from, from the drivers. This is right. the one sport where it's in its purest you know, form. Even in, in even with tennis, is you know I don't have the crowds, you know, and they've mixed. And also, they 
okay, granted, usually they do this in Homestead, but for the most part, they haven't mixed up the schedule either. They right. haven't been doing stuff in reverse and all that right. kind of stuff. It's been... <laughs> Consistent, consistent to what to it what normally the, what is normally every is, single yeah. week, right? I go, I, I hit the, I hit the southeast, right? I go up north and I come back. You know where it. the truck goes to next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's almost like a kit. It can drive yeah, to the next spot yeah, itself yeah, because yeah. you automatically know where to send the car to. After next. I do this race, you know, I'm in Texas Speedway. I'm gonna wind up Kansas, Kansas, right? Again. Then I'm gonna shoot, you know, right. shoot back across to the. Sometimes it doesn't make sense where they go right. as far as, but you know where. But they're that's going. the consistent schedule yeah, that it yeah. follows. Yeah. So that's 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 this the only sport I wouldn't put an asterisk only because it's COVID. Right. Twenty twenty, we all going, but not because of taking away or any gained advantage or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. So this is the truth. Hats off, even that he he would have won it. You can actually say he would have won it if the season played out. The way it did. The, the way it normally now, do. The only problem people are going to have, once again, is Kevin Harvick not being part of the top four. And Kevin Harvick, it, would, Kevin Harvick would have lost in the playoffs. <laughs> if You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... The, and that's the issue that they're going to have to find a way to address. There's no way the driver can win nine races during the year and have to start immediately all over. Yeah, he's in the top slot when the playoffs start, but how to give them a little bit more points to allow that person to be, even if he doesn't win, um, he won in the uh, champions round, which goes from 12 to eight. Even if he doesn't win before the eight goes to four, like he should have to finish dead last in f- yeah. dead last, yeah, not it. to be in the top four. So, I mean, he should not finish what he finished 16th. And it's completely out of the top so, four. I mean, so okay, if you win, you win. If you win that many races, if you if you get beyond two or three races during the regular season, nine. Then, no, no, no. I'm that's saying, tripled amount. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, but I won't say NASCAR, but normally you're not gonna like his his season was dominant, right? But yeah, I would assume normally the max guys win is about three races. A yeah, year. you know what I mean. So because even if they, if they can win more, they're gonna pull back. They just want to get into you know yeah. once they, three, once three you, is a once good you get once you get one, there's no pressure you get more. If you get it, you get it. But you want three to get, is a great season. Yeah, three triple that. No, I, 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 no, I'm just trying for people yeah, to understand yeah. so, what you're saying. So I, three is is a great season. The only way he had nine. Only way only way I can see helping him out or helping a drive out that way is almost like in school. You know, if I take uh, college prep courses, and so I get a couple of electives. So when I finally get to when I finally get to get to college. Maybe I don't got to take my first semester because I've already I, I gained those points in right. high school going into college. I'm just using that as far as well. Maybe after your third win, you start adding on, you get points that you can now put on into the second season. So if he wins that many, maybe he didn't need to win the first two rounds. He automatically is in the third round. So he races the first two, but he's automatically in the third round. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Because then, to your point, he earned it. He earned it. You know it. what I mean? But the way it's set up now, I don't have a problem because it's, we always say it's It's for new, entertainment. It's a new season. We say it, we say it for yeah. every other sport. It's the, when the playoffs start. The playoffs start a new and season. And they have a playoff I don't, I, and I, you know, And sometimes you get the, uh, granted, this is not the same with NASCAR compared to, let's say, football. But sometimes you, or even basketball, sometimes you draw that one team. That yes, overall you're better than everybody, you match but they up match up with them. You know what I mean? And even more so in football because it's a one and done. You know what I mean? At least in basketball, you get to play seven games. It's a series. Yeah, but in it, fo- it's got to be something because again, this is unprecedented. 
three or four wins, you had a great season. Not taking that away from you. And I agree, playoff start. But this is beyond being a number one seed. This is beyond. This is being a number one seed that's undefeated. It's basically yeah. to, to equate like how said, he played. Golden I State. mean, on how he raced. Golden State. We ain't cared that them Clippers was 72, 73, <laughs> and nine. We ain't cared. It. I mean, they at least made it to the championship round. The championship round. But they lost. <laughs> and we did. Matter well, fact, they, they had some help though. I mean, true. They got a couple of people kicked out <laughs> that maybe should not have been kicked out, but actually, that helped them become dominant for two more seasons because yeah, they wouldn't have got KD if they had won that that series. I, so. I just would have liked to have seen. I, I, I mean, people. Him, he'd be no. I'm not asking for him to be one or two or three. It's no way on the last race before the final championship four. You finished 16. And out of you know, and that's thirty some forty drivers, and you're not in the top four. You've been one all year. Yeah. Like I said, they gotta figure out. They gotta, uh, not, they gotta again, figure if the If he wrecks, out. yeah, that's it. Or he finishes um, in the bottom five. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. But you finish the upper fifty percent again. You you're still. just trying to finish and I finish guess. decently. That should that like should said, be enough to get you in the final four. If you wind up plus three wins, then they should then they should factor in those points into the into the into the second season. Yeah, just if they set it up that way. But again, how many times you gonna have a guy that win? How many races they got doing a year? Twelve, mm-hmm. fifteen races from start to finish. Like total races, was it? Closer to twenty. Twenty. Well, still. To win, half 50, of them. to win 50%, 50%, 50% of them. of the races, that's unheard of. I, I don't <laughs> think that's ever really – that's an anomaly. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> that's not something – that's the re- other reason why I'm like, I don't think NASCAR should change it. Now, if you mess around and start seeing guys winning five, six races continuously during the course of a season, then, yes, you make that adjustment for the Cup Series. But I'm not going to do it. It's a knee-jerk reaction to do it because he won nine and he didn't make it. <laughs> I, I, I just would like to I'm giving him a But I'm not taking anything away from Chase. I'm giving Chase him won it fair and square. He won to get in, and then he went out and won it. I mean, congratulations once again to him. He was and, hot in um, the last three races. He, he was. And he is now conjuring up the old um, uh, Earnhardt comparisons now, where the dad, well, Dale Senior was, yeah, was top four all time. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, to see now father son yeah. racing well. And we I mean we asked that about him. He was like, hey, you got the name, you you know, you got the money behind you, you're getting the best, you, you gotta you gotta win. I mean we asked we said we said that about him, we said that about Bubba, yeah. we said that about uh uh who else now is coming back, what's his name? Um Cal Larson who's Larson coming, back. coming back from suspension and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So but you know mainly you got, you got to yeah, win. But mainly with Chase though with the you, name. You got the name behind you. got the right. name behind that, you. But you, that you. says a lot, too, to Chase being so That's young pressure. and having that pressure. Exactly. The expectations that come with it. The same as with uh, Junior, mm-hmm. Dale Jr. When your dad is on Mount Rushmore, there is that pressure. We look at LeBron and Brian. Yeah, There's I, that pressure I now. Go to Le, I go to Michael and his son. Yeah. I mean, those boys faded out in college. <laughs> they couldn't handle the pressure with having that last name, Jordan. They're having that last name. <laughs> So for him to win it at such an early age takes that pressure off because year after year that goes by that he doesn't have that mm-hmm. championship. Excuse me. More of, you know your dad won. Mm-hmm. You know your dad was a great racer. Now he wasn't Mount Rushmore, but he's yeah. you know, he's one of the one of the yeah, best Charles Barkley. Right. <laughs> if you know you want to start you know, 
You, you yeah, you start putting 50, in that 50 of the greatest or whatever, you know. To, to never have a championship. 20, well, I'm just talking about as far as the 25 of the greatest guys in certain eras, his dad is in that in that era. In that era, right. And for him to go ahead and take care of business now takes a lot mm-hmm. of the pressure off. Yeah. And it puts Hendrick Motorsports back into uh, competition to name again because they hadn't won in four years since Jimmy Johnson won in 2016. Well, your boy had a decent race. He did. He and uh, congratulations, few, Jimmy Johnson. Last few his last race. His last full-time. Re- full-time driver. Mm-hmm. I expect him to fill in yeah. um, here and there uh, pretty much like Jeff Gordon did once he retired. Uh, who was it? Somebody couldn't race for a couple of weeks so he filled in. So with Hendrick Motorsports, uh, Chase Elliott, as you mentioned, Kyle Larson, who's coming back off suspension, is with Hendrick Motorsports. So we could see maybe Jimmy Johnson um, come in and race a couple of times next year at his. I look for it to be <laughs> tracks that he knows and yeah. loves to race. Well, we know we know somebody Michigan. we know somebody who ain't who's not unhappy to see him go. Our boy Justin. No, so Justin can't stand. <laughs> he can't Justin can't. But I mean, you got to put Jimmy Johnson on Mount Rushmore. Once you tie with the greats for most wins of all, him, Dale Jr., you know, Richard Petty, that was, that's what, the creme de la creme. He was, one, he was one spot out from making the playoffs this year. He actually raced well during the playoff series. He just wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> he finished this race top, finished the race at number five. Yeah. So. Which was a good a good send off for mm-hmm. him as well, and it was funny that the those last few laps the top four drivers were all in contention at that point, yeah. which also speaks to Chase Elliott winning it. It wasn't like somebody wrecked and he just yeah he kind of got it easy. He got it right. He, he didn't he, have it he easy. Earned, yeah. or as you mentioned, um, either Kevin Harvick or Jimmy Johnson was in the top, and the other three that could have potentially won it were all 15 through 20, where it was a foregone conclusion. No, he had to race and race well to hold off the other drivers who had a chance to win it, which was what, Logano? Logano, Kozlowski, and, and um, Truix. And Truix, yeah. Truix Jr., I think yeah. Truix, Truix didn't finish, uh, he didn't finish top top 10 at all, but you still had Logano and uh, Kozlowski right there. Yeah. So, yeah, George, George are getting it done in more ways than one. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. You know what I mean? Got a winner, baby. Got a winner, baby. You know what I mean? Got a little NASCAR. Right. So we'll, we'll see what happens going into next year. If this is the the kind of momentum that will start having him be mentioned up there with Harvick. So we're expecting him now. Man, now he got to show the consistency now. Right. We're yeah. going to see if he can handle expectations because he should be one of those drivers now. You got the chief, the crew chief together. It seems like that's stable. Uh, you got the Hendrick Motorsports behind you. Can you not start being that driver to, that is, we look at you, you're going to have three wins that year. Yeah. Not sure exactly where they are going to be. Hopefully one is down at the Atlanta Motor Speedway in your home, your home course, your yeah. home track, so to speak. But every year he needs to be that driver that wins two or three and is in the championship discussion yeah. going into the playoffs. Uh, before we go to break, um, we were talking about um, NBA for a quick second. So it has been decided December 22nd That's right. is the start date. That's right. I, and I, I, I 72 was, games. I was good with that because of the Olympics on the on the back right. end. And you got to shorten it and you got to start now. I, I prefer that because you got so many teams that if you pushed it out any further, they would have been almost getting close to a complete year of not hitting the court. Yeah. From when they they canceled. That started. If they know, was going to start in January. In January, you, you pushing... 10 months? Yeah. 
which is unfair. More mm-hmm. unfair than t- t- than guys who just finished playing playing three months ago because that's kind of similar to what they would have done anyway, whether they made the championship rounds or not. But right. a lot of those guys, some of those guys would have been on the the the, the, the uh, Olympic team, so they've been playing anyway. You see what I'm saying? So, and they all had five months off. Yeah, in between, and you know, I know that for. This is the first time that a major sports program is coming back so fast in history. 71 days from the championship to the start date. But you also had five months, months off. in between. Right. March, <laughs> April, May, June, July. Right. Part of August, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like that they were playing all year. They yeah. only missed 30 days yeah. of a break. And you had five whole months, which for some, they didn't have the access to the gym or, you know, they only had a you know, somewhere to shoot around in the backyard, which is not enough because all the facilities were closed closed for months before they even allowed them to come back in and start practicing. So I I, I think it's fair. Mm -hmm. Start in December. We always say it doesn't start to Christmas Day anyway. Yeah. Now, you believe in people like LeBron and the stuff taking a few days off? You'll do that anyway. They're going to some load management going on? He's going to do that anyway. He's going to play in the games that's going to be televised. (laughs) So you... And then we still don't know when they're gonna have crowds to the stadium. We don't know yep. if they're gonna are they gonna be in the bubble or they're gonna have like a, a percentage of low. It was fifteen percent. Where did I see that? That would be in the stadiums. Twenty five percent capacity okay. is what they're gonna have in there. Possibly. So of course that. So yeah. Well, we just had that new wave of what was a hundred thousand new cases yeah. so, on what was that Thursday or Friday and then 125 yeah, so, so, so that could change so Brooklyn, as well Brooklyn, New York they ain't gonna have no crowd they gonna be playing on a a- quiet a- Atlanta court. ain't gonna have any either yeah probably not Miami Florida, may not Miami, either Miami yeah LA may not either LA you're right so you know, those as far as hot spots hot sp- right right Houston may not either yeah so you know Listen, we keep on counting, checking out when people are going to have games. It's going to be Utah, <laughs> Portland, <Seattle>. Portland. <laughs> um, Y'all didn't get that reference, did you? Uh, I, 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 I did. said Seattle. I was like, Portland. <laughs> I let you have it, though. Charlotte. No, nah, for people at home, Seattle ain't got no team. That's <laughs> and that's why I know I let you have it. Charlotte. Uh, you know, certain, certain teams that just, you know, D.C. that hasn't really had a big outbreak. They'll yeah. have, you know, some. Who want to go to a D.C. game? Oh, man, that's, that's cool. who want to go to Charlotte game there? You know what well, I mean? Well, you go to see the other team. Yeah. So, so, my, so, yeah, so my, my, you go to see the other team. So my, my my point to all that is now if you if you are, um you want to buy a ticket away, you got to do your homework. You got to you got to literally look to make sure if your point of going is to see LeBron or whatever. And he you know the Lakers is on that package. He may not play that day. He may not play. So it's gonna be know, a lot of last second tickets, tickets being bought, and that's yeah. how I would do it too. Yeah. I would just not worry about season ticket holders, send them some gifts and everything, um, back in the money that they spent to mm-hmm. next year, and I would give them first right of refusal. I would, you know, every do a big game, every, all the big games, divide it up, like, let's say the the, the five big games, um, Lakers, the Nets now will be a big mm-hmm. game. For some reason, Houston always big because of Harden. Yeah. Golden State will be back, so yeah. that'll be a good game. Maybe Philly. So, like, those five games, you divide those up between season ticket holders and that certain percentage say, hey, you all have first right of refusal you, you do it, you for do that. It, you do it how the NFL did it. You do how 
you know, the Falcons did their ticket holders. They, you know, granted it's a less amount of games, but they were like, this, you got, you can come to eight games, and if you don't want them eight, you can sell them eight to, you know, you can come to four, whatever, but yeah. eight games is going to be on the, you're not going to get all, I mean, not eight games, four games. Four games. They, ro- they rotate Rotate them they out. They rotate them. Because the, of distance. Distance and, and whatnot. Yeah. So, maybe, you know, you got more chances to do that with the NBA because you got more games to, to rotate. But if I'm a fan and, you know, I want to come see the Lakers, I got I'm checking to make sure LeBron is going to come this week. Right. And he's not taking off. And I don't even think, I know a lot of times in the past, NBA would fuss about that because, like, listen, I paid hard-earned money to come to Superstar come to and he can't right. sit out. But this year, I don't think people have – They people won't have a problem with have that. problems. But like, listen, so you do your homework. If he come to your city, he going to play. Right. Then, you know, good for you. If not, <laughs> That know. thing, earlier when I was talking about the Masters not having the ropes and just having something on the ground to for the few people that would be – there the masters to watch the same thing they're going to do at the nba they're not going to have any court side seats it's going to start they're proposing like fifth row back mm-hmm. so that you don't have yeah people Play. right there on and the players yeah and then guys jumping into the into the you know yeah you'll be jumping and... literally into a chair, a chair. yeah <laughs> so. so that that'll be the other thing too is season ticket holders don't think that you're coming down and you're going to be yeah Right there, you will be further well, access back. Access will be be limited. Oh, very much so. so. You know, which is fine, but it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. They trying to flood out the uh, Phillips Arena, but you know, <laughs> of brand, all days. Never brand, mind. It's a brand new facility. How y'all, <laughs> how, how, <laughs> and they just renovated it. How how, how you bust a pipe? <laughs> Speaking of the Hawks, they just picked up uh, former Pacers coach Nate McMillan as assistant coach. With that's, that's, that's good. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad, Nate. Keep a job, baby. Yeah. Should have got fired. Yeah. Defense. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. What the Hawks have not been able to do. So hopefully maybe he translates to what, um, what was the old boy that was the head coach at uh, Cleveland that went to Golden State? Um, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Hopefully he could translate into a Mike Brown type scenario where he emphasizes that defense and that takes some pressure off. Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce, yeah. Who's done a great job with player development. That's the reason why they brought him from Philly to Atlanta is because you got a young team, you need to develop him, and he's done a good job of developing because you got an all-star here now in Atlanta and Trey Young, which I don't know if Trey Young becomes an all-star if it wasn't for Lloyd Pierce. Okay. Yes, him and the Luka are going to be together synonymous for years to come. We'll always compare the two. But because of Pierce, he is now on a national. It's now when you look at the commercial for Atlanta playing whoever is Trey Young yeah, and the yeah, Hawks. The well, before it was just the Hawks, the Hawks take on whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's Trey Young and the Hawks. Hawks, excuse me. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I said I, <clears throat> that's interesting. Is the, you say that about about Coach Pierce, but he got mm-hmm. get W's though. He, 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 oh, he, it does. He but he, you got to start with having. A face. Atlanta hasn't had a face in basketball since Dominique Lill. I know. And we traded that face away. And we traded that face away, right. Probably why we We had a 60-win team. Think about it. A 60-win team. Number one in the East that year. But no face. Oh, oh, talking about when the the, the five, yeah, yeah, with with, uh, Horford and... and, Yeah, it was a team. And granted, you give me a team any day over a star. Yeah. Because a team is going to win. That means more people are going to show up. Like like we mentioned, just because Trey Young is a superstar and the Migos liked him and wanted him and people are showing up, 
they're not going to keep showing up for those Timberwolf games, those Cavs games, because you're losing. Yeah, you can't be losing that five, six, can't be team, losing five, six, seven in a row. Thank you. That 60-win team that won 17, 18 games in January, they were showing up. It was a sellout crowd for the Timberwolves, yeah. who were garbage at the time. But still. Cleveland, where they had LeBron at the time. But Charlotte, it was a sellout for there. Why? Because the team is winning. But well, also, too, you got to remember that those that team, what, the Hawks were had the longest playoff streak. Going like 10, 12, 10, 10, About 12, 10 years, 10, 10, 12 straight. years in a row straight. So, you know, and the nucleus of those guys have been there for the whole time. You had some other pieces come in, but you know, your um, Al Harford and those guys, Corver, the, 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 um, um, Teague, Teague left and came back, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he's back now. So, you know, you, you, you had you winning cures all right at the end of the day, and so I can't, I, I. It's all wonderful what you said. Nice praises and flowers for Coach Pierce with development. I need to see W. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Though. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. You got to <laughs> You got to have people start coming back to yeah. to the games. And so now that you got a superstar, you got the name. Now you have to win. Yeah, yeah. because that's the only thing that's going to keep people coming and have them coming on those games where you playing the Detroit Pistons on a Tuesday night, and you got to make it. You know. Uh, Chick-fil-A night or something else to get people to come because otherwise they wouldn't. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll go college football. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. Be right back. Hey, quick question. Do we What, what a parade going to be? Parade for what? Georgia. We, Chase Elliott. Oh, ain't no parade. Ain't no parade. We, we, we ain't no parade. Well, actually, where they might have It'd be parade. in Dawsonville. Actually, <laughs> I was actually where they had the parade. You don't want to go there. Not, not right now. Not right. Not right be, now. Not it's right in now. Dawsonville, Georgia. Tension, 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 still a little too high. Still a little too high. People still a little soft right now. They a little sour. They a little sour. We can't can't go there. <laughs> and it get dark early too. Oh no no no. You are tuned into AM eleven hundred. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, Get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Orleans style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 
3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Heralding from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don at D and DNA. What's going on? This is Asa the A DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 4460387. Yeah, one time RIP to Sean Connery, the original. original. James, James Bond. Bond. He passed away, I think, after our show last week. Or yeah, yeah. Right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right um, after. So, we had a rough, rough couple of weeks. Oof. But actually, you know, I will say this, too. I talked about Alice Trebek. He, he was 80 years old. Sean mm-hmm. Connery was 90. Yeah. So, these guys have lived a long, you know, a long time. It wasn't life. no 40s or no 50s. No 40s and 50s. 50, yeah. You still got, you know, you can still easily say they got 20, 30 years left to go. These guys have yeah. were able to, you know, fulfill. I actually watched uh, until I fell asleep. <laughs> I was watching, um, uh, uh, oh my goodness, a gentleman, um, this, uh, dang, what's the, the Untouchables? No, 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 no. Um, with Sean Connery, um, Distinguished Gentleman? Distinguished Gentleman? Uh, I thought Distinguished Gentleman. Not Distinguished was, Gentleman. Um, um, what's his name? Dang, what's the movie? It's the throwback to the, to the, 1800s where you had um, Doctor, not Doctor Who, but you had uh, Heckle and Jai, Heckle and Dr. Heckle, Dr. Heckle, dang it, I guess probably Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need my true serum, man. Need something. Need my cup back on stage. Um, um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I watched that the other the other day because you know obviously now you go on they the Hulu and Netflix. They showing all the so. My favorite was Goldfinger. Yeah, for now, as far as the James Bonds yeah. movies, yeah, Goldfinger. Um, I, I go with Goldfinger. He, he broke movie. boundaries too. He had the first black um, uh, co-host. I mean, uh, co- uh, uh, um, model Bond girl. Yeah. He was the first. He was the you know obviously being the first Bond man, but he also had one of the first African American Bond women, one of the you know women to be African American yeah. on the on the movie on set the movie as well. Set. So he broke a lot of. Um, but Connery um, got better with time, though. 
You know what I mean? His movies, you know. The acting and yeah, the, even everything. even in some of the movies that you would say weren't the greatest, but like I like The Rock. The Rock was good. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know. <laughs> um, so you know, it's a. Uh, it's, it's a lot out there, so, you know, over the next couple of years. Who's your, just side, who's your favorite Bonds, though? Sean Connery. Sean Connery's your favorite Bond? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, my, my, my favorite is uh, uh, Pearson. Pierce Bronson? Pierce Bronson. He he was one. Now, I got to see one more with this, uh, what's the new dude? Um, um, what's the newest that played in uh, this last, this last series? Was Solace of the... Quantum Solace and, and Casino and uh, the newest Bond. Well, uh, he just did the trilogy and he got another one coming out. No Time to Die is the new one. Yeah. What's his name? I can't think of his name now. I know, <laughs> but I can't he think also, of his name. He also played in, uh, he also starred in uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. But also, I would say that, that, that trilogy. Was probably the best set of set of, of bomb bomb movies yeah. as well. So Sean Connery's gonna be always be my top three because he was the, I mean, original, the original original. But Pierce Bronson is my is my favorite. That's a, I go I go Bronson too. I think with Craig real quick. I think because of the technology and things that you can do, yeah, yeah makes yeah. it. And they made him more edgy. Of, yeah, you know some some of the bonds even. After Connery, some of the Bond guys, you know, it, it kind of got corny for a little while. I'm James Bond, you know what I mean? Or you know, you knew yeah. more. You 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 came in tune Shaking more. Shaking <laughs> You came more in tune with the with the evil guys than you did with Bond them. Bond himself for a while. So I think with this Daniel Craig, they got more edgy, um, more realistic, more you know. You MI. can do that with CGI and yeah, stuff. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But I mean, you also got more realistic when it comes to. Uh, uh, t- terrorist organizations okay. and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's more. I got you. It's, it's more true. Okay. But Sean Connery, um, one time, yeah. great, great actor. Before we go to um, college football, real quick in baseball, uh, just announced American League Rookie of the Year, Cal Lewis, uh, center fielder for the Mariners. No problem with that. And then National League Rookie of the Year was Devin Williams, the uh, pitcher for the Brewers. No problem with that. So I those got no are pro- your two. I got no problems with anything as far as because it's not a full season. And then with some of that stuff, the numbers are the numbers, right? Yeah. So it just is what it is. So you didn't play a full season, but whenever it ended, you had the best. Now, know. I did like the way they did the um, Gold Glove winners this year. They did it strictly off of uh, point system. Mm-hmm. So it was about the basically like the – you took away points for errors, of course. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a um, a, a popularity comes Celebrity. You know, exactly. You weren't there, you play, like, because you've been playing second base for all your life, you, and you made great plays, and you, you want ESPN's uh, cause you're top. Because you're playing for the Yankees, or you're playing for, you know, the Dodgers. Carrera at, yeah. at, at, at second base for Houston because he was on SC top 10 twice, then it's like, oh, he should automatically well, go back. Actually, run. Houston be mad with him because he <laughs> caused them two games in the, in the, in the ALCS. I was like, what are you throwing at? You throwing the game? Bro, no. <laughs> So, yeah, it was good, that, and I hope that they go to this system going forward so that you have the guys who are, you know, making 99% of the outs that come their way, they get out. Mm-hmm. You know, 
those kind of numbers the and numbers metrics. Are numbers, the numbers don't lie. Numbers don't don't yeah, lie at this yeah, point. I can't, I can't, you know, or I get influenced because you wound up making the playoffs. Like you said, you had one or two good plays, and now that influences your overall. Right. Yeah. Because I want to say even Mookie Betts didn't make it, and that was because numbers dictated that you know uh, whoever was in right field, you know, got in. No, he did. He did. I was thinking about American League. But yeah, Betts did win in like um, right field. I want to say um, the Braves had Grisham a couple. Was, had, uh, free, had, the had pitcher couple, free was in. Okay, had a couple of Gold Gloves, didn't they? Ba- just one. Just one. Okay. Free. Uh, first base was Rizzo. Second base was Wong. Shortstop was Baez. Third base was uh, Arenado. Left field was O'Neill, and then Bonhart was behind the plate. And then the American League, uh, left field was Gordon. Center was Roberts. Right field was Gallo. Third base was Kenner, shortstop Crawford, second base Hernandez, first base White, pitching Cannon, and then behind the plate was Perez. Okay. So, yeah, c- continue to use that formula yeah. to, to determine uh, winners instead of, like you said, having these superstars being a popularity contest it is not the best way to determine. I don't want to see war numbers all the time. <laughs> There you go. Oh, real quick, your boy um, Justin Turner said that uh, well, he won't be punished for um, coming back on the field. Ain't no need to punish him. Nine of them boys caught COVID last week. Gonna be by nine, nine of them. More. No, nine, nine, <laughs> nine in the like organization. Dodgers going. They catching their own punishment. Gonna be about four or five more as time go on. But let's just hope Roberts, uh, former cancer yeah, survivor, the, the older, the older gentleman who was get. sitting right next to him. Surprised no nobody whoop his. <laughs> they just glad they won, right? That's ask, only that's the only thing that's the only thing I say with them because they won. I think you know what I mean, but you know again, they 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 what they got they won like last Wednesday or not even it's been Two it's weeks. been less than fourteen days or right at fourteen days and you already got Correct. nine people that that are, have contracted contained it. I mean contracted it. So um, yeah, and I expect I expect to be more. So. Should, right. should should they be punished? But I, like I said, I think now. But they did an investigation and they said that he won't be punished. But yeah, I mean that's that's you got to do something because regardless of the magnitude of the event, there's something bigger than that. Those nine people can now pass it on to yeah, 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 another yeah, yeah. two who pass it to another two. That's the whole thing about this. It's just looking out for your neighbor and being considerate of them, and stop being selfish and making it about you. Well. I won't Sorry, I let it go. And, and I'm gonna I'm leave it at that because I can go on elsewhere with that. Yeah. Um, also, Red Sox hired Eric's Carrera back. <laughs> That's so Boston. That is so Boston. Hey man, Boston. We, we need to get in the playoffs, <laughs> right? Especially if our arch rival is doing well. <laughs> they and they beat the brakes off us <sighs> all this season. I don't care if it's an asterisk or not. We need to get. Come on back. Yeah. Now you know how to do it without getting caught. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they won it two years ago in 2018. They won it. And then, you know, the whole cheating between him there and then with the Astros and their cheating. So. Snitching on everybody. Right. <laughs> with Shaq pay for his hoes, too. <laughs> Man, you go, you go, you go, go at eight like I that. Know. You go, go at no, eight. with it 24 like that. You go, go, okay. you go, go at eight like that. You go, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gail King. <laughs> <laughs> over here, over here, Gail in it. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. We're going to get to college football in a minute. Oh, college basketball polls came out real quick. Gonzaga, Gonzaga number, number one. Yeah. They're usually top five, but they got them number one. They factoring in nobody will catch COVID. <laughs> they factoring in they got a lot of people it's coming Sp- back, too. Spokane, Washington. They're not going to pop off there. They got a uh, lot of people coming back. Everybody coming back. Yeah. Right. Uh, Baylor's, too. We, I'll I, I, I tell you this, you know. The one team that ain't going to hold on to being number one for long is Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Who knows? They, they might lose. not play nobody. They're going to lose to Portland. They got a team in their in they conference called Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Gonzaga's one, Baylor's or two. St. Mary's. Villanova <laughs> three. Four is Virginia. Five, Iowa. Six is Kansas. Seven is Wisconsin. A lot of big ten in here. Mm-hmm. Eight is Illinois. Duke is only at number nine and then Kentucky ten. I don't have any problem with that. We, be, we don't know what's going on. We don't going. know. You already got Michigan State head coach, got COVID. Got COVID, you don't, yeah. You know, um, it'll, Tom it'll, it'll be interesting to see how these guys would travel. Because um, they've already canceled the all the all some of the Maui tournament. Um, no, it wasn't Maui. But some of the tournaments they were supposed to have ESPN covering, they have canceled those. So those schools are not scrambling trying to figure out how to play that particular team. Yeah. yeah. Where to play it, you know, well, all of that you, kind of if stuff. If you even play them at or all. Or if you're going to play them, right. So it's, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have the same same kind of problems that the college, you know, <clears throat> when do you wind up having a real game? Um, typically, typically they play, what, 34 games a season? You know, I, I can probably see them at 27 games. Uh, if that. If, you know, yeah. It, it depends. Well, whatever game is canceled, you're not making it up. Mm-mm. You're you not going to have time to reschedule it. Yeah, yeah. So if it gets canceled because you got three or four guys got COVID on one team and, I, and then you don't want to. <clears throat> so Why didn't ESPN allow and Disney just have the bubble and you bring teams in, you, you quarantine where you are, and then, have you know. Classes on Zoom. Yeah, and then you come down, you play those. You can be there for a couple of weeks. You can get maybe four games in, and then you go back out or whatever the case. You know, you've had time. This goes back to our discussion, too, about NFL and college football. You knew in March what the world was doing and what was going on. You had plenty of time you to come up with plans. You knew by May it wasn't going to get plans back right. A, B, they lost their tournament. Right. So they should have been the one yeah. desperately trying to get some. Right. You've known to have either plan A, B, or C mm-hmm. at any particular point in time to come up with reasonable ideas of how this was going to go. NCAA. And I also feel like these schools and athletic directors is money, so I don't, you know, I'm 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 not gonna have you down in in in, in Florida for two or two months or whatever because that's money. Not that even I'm not, two months, I'm two just, weeks, and you uh, can get money, four games in. That's again. money I'm not getting on my uh campus on my campus. But you can't have kids on the campus, I, 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 you know. Listen, college football letting them kids run around. You seen Notre Dame? So let's go field. ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and so, jump in college football. So yeah, Notre Dame upset um, Clemson uh, in double overtime. What forty-seven forty? Forty-seven forty. Yeah. And then of course everybody forgot about the game and talking about the win for Notre Dame because it was all about the the, the kids rushing on the field and. <laughs> Uh, they, the Notre Dame had sent out a statement saying that they would potentially punish. Who? Uh, How you gonna punish them? the kids? Who? The students? Really? Really? If that's the case, you're gonna have the game. Period. That's my point. Who are you gonna punish? Why did you allow them who, who to punish? even be there if you're gonna punish them? 
for running on the field. And that looked like more than the amount you're supposed to have in the stands, period. You well, you know why they had that amount I'm, because I'm, they needed they needed the crowd noise yeah. to affect that I'm, um rookie I'm, quarter um uh, freshman quarterback yeah. from um um Clemson. from Clemson. What's his name, Rick? Oh, that little, little, there little, it little, is. Little. Yeah, him. <laughs> you can send that mail. <laughs> attention to WWE <laughs> Uh But yeah, the Notre Dame president um, Jenkins had uh, mentioned that he was very disappointed in what took place. And he said, uh, one, um, uh, registration hold would mean that you're unable to matriculate or register for classes next semester or receive a transcript. Uh, you may not leave the South Bend area until you receive the results of your exit test. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do he say? Zero tolerance for, <laughs> zero um, tolerance for any gatherings that um, do not comport with our health and safety guidelines on off the campus. That's sound, that, that, Those found responsible for hosting such gatherings will face severe um, So that's a stadium that hosts the football actions. game. Sound like to me. I'm just reading what I he know. said. I, I, I kind of do the sneeze because, you know, pollen and BS <laughs> is, does the same thing to me. It, 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 it makes me sneeze. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, it is what it is. We all know why. That Back to the to the basketball. They don't want to go down to, to Florida and be there for two weeks or whatever because it's going to be a loss of revenue yeah. to, to the campus. So, if I'm going to have... Sports, sporting events, and anything going on is going to happen. Going to happen on the campus, and I also think I don't have to split no money up with the uh, ESPN and anybody else down there. Well, That's ESPN good. was putting on the stuff, so I, I ain't got to pay them now. ESPN come to me, not me come to you. <laughs> but I mean, ESPN was already going to be for, the host yeah. and providing for all the some, content, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I the games for. and everything. So why not? I, yeah, I, yeah. That, I don't understand that. But yes, I, I I had a problem. But I mean, what you expect between seventeen and twenty year olds to do and you, and you, on a and, big game? And you hyped it up. You hyped it number up. One number one versus number four. Number four. You hyped it up. So I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna Double have overtime. I'm, right. I'm gonna have some levation still in my system too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, what do you expect? expect? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hogwash. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hogwash. Um, the other big game was uh, down in Jacksonville at the biggest outdoor cocktail party, although it was kind of subdued, but once again, because of um, COVID-19, mm-hmm. in which Georgia jumped out to an early lead. And then every wheel that was on the bus came off <sighs> to the point where uh, quarterback Stetson uh, hurt his shoulder. You can see he hurt his shoulder. You can tell he went in the locker room. They shot that up. Hopefully he could come back in. That's when they brought in uh, Mathis, who started the first couple of games for Georgia. I, I got to look at Kirby Smart now. The, you know going in, you got five stars at every position. The running back, which Zeus started the game great. Zeus started with a, what was a 75-yard touchdown run by the second now, actually, game. Actually, wasn't that the quarterback? Then Ben had that 75? No, Zeus. It was Zeus. It was Zeus. Because after that, they only gave him the ball four times. Like, how do you not feed this guy who has been running extremely well? That has been one of the questions all year. They're not letting the running backs get hot and take and you know just take over. They're trying to feed so so many of them 
which I kind of understand Dalvin Cook. I mean, not Dalvin Cook, but Cook, you know, try, trying to dump the pass off. because. But is Kirby stupid? Whew. No, he just mocked Rick 2.0. And Rick King, <laughs> this is Rick King asking this question. Is Kirby stupid? No, nah, he just mocked Rick 2.0. I told you. So, I remember a conversation after he lost the second time to Alabama in that championship game. I said, was it time to go ahead and get rid of him? And I know what I seem to be extreme. But you only got one job to do at Georgia. Beat Alabama. Is, and win a championship. And if you can't do it, you I need to find go. somebody who can, who who can, can do, do it. it. That is your only job. Unless you want to continue to be 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 11-1, 11-1, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 10-2, 
That's about the problem. We got a lot of mayonnaise. Um, but again, in that game, you got to find a even, quarterback. Even when Florida went ahead, it was still enough time to run the ball. And, you know, yeah, you only down 13. Use, you only down 13 with the whole four quarters to go. That's two scores. You was There's in it. plenty of time. They were chugging around like they were down five scores. Right. Again, that's coaching. We he saw went to bed. We saw what Clemson did with they, how they coached that freshman up to play in a big game on the road. And even though they lost, I can put that more on the defense. I mean, granted, they had the two turnovers that were costly, but they coached him enough to win that game. You mean to tell me, you as a program, if your starting quarterback goes down, you don't have a guy behind that you can coach up enough to hold on? Because – we got to remember, Georgia has a top five defense in the nation. Mm-hmm. So, again, you're telling your defense, do what you do best. We're going to coach up this quarterback to give us 20 points, and you, you continue to hold people to 15. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't do that in this game, a rivalry game. That's on coaching. And also That's coming into the game, I thought, you know, Florida would have had a, not had enough weapons for some of the guys that got suspended. Right, yeah. From the previous week against Missouri with the brawl that happened, you know, down in Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, Missouri. So, Missouri. Um, I, I, I don't know. Again, I think Smart's a good guy, great coach. He's got he's done the next level that Rick could never get to. I seem like you know, he got to the playoffs and national championship games twice or whatever, but he ain't won them, and so he ain't gonna get to one this year. He got to find him a quarterback. I don't know what he got to do. He got to go. Well, JT Daniels is supposed to be there, but we ain't seen him. That's why I asked the question, is he stupid? Because, or, or is JT Daniels stupid, or is he hurt, still hurt? Those the, Because you, you. Why not playing? Why not? You already seen what Mathis. Not, why is he not playing is yeah. the absolute question. Well, you seen the last guy y'all had, he out there. And, uh, don't, don't start that. Don't 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 they don't start no, that. I'm it's, two, it's two guys that left. You talking about Justin Fields? One went to one went. <laughs> well, Fields went to Ohio. Who's my man that went to uh that left and went to um Washington? Easton. Easton. Easton, Easton went to Washington. I'm not saying you, y'all, y'all got quarterbacks that be leaving. That's all I'm bringing up. <laughs> they all transfer. Yeah, they, they, for leaving. some reason, they be leaving. What's going on in Athens? They be just, they be getting up out of there. I don't know. I'm just asking. It started with Cam Newton, but I ain't gonna say that. No, that was Florida. That was Florida. That was Florida. That was Florida. Um, Nick, Nick, Nick Marshall. Nick, Nick Marshall. Nick Marshall left Georgia Marshall. and yeah, came down to Auburn. Yep. And went and to a national championship game. game. <laughs> was, uh, a crab leg away from winning it, too. <laughs> right, Had to leave. Exactly. Had to leave. Right. <sighs> Great drive, too. But, yeah, it, it's something about Georgia not being able to hold on. It's starting to look like less miles at LSU. Again, you got talent all around you. But LSU's problem every year was they never had a quarterback until they got Burrow, who was surprisingly playing good. We'll get to the NFL in a minute. That wasn't with LSU. That wasn't with Miles. That was the new dude came I know, but I'm saying, though, that they LSU had always had talent but never had a quarterback, which is why they could never win. No, but Miles won a championship. And if he lost, then he lost at 9-6 to Alabama. But but he won won a championship. Georgia didn't lose. Georgia lost a championship because of Curry Smart's decision-making. Yeah, that fake punt and all that kind of stuff. Not being able to make second-half adjustments. Yeah, that too. Because the first— Hey, man, I told y'all to get rid of him after the second time he lost. (laughs) And and, and and the the other reason why I know I was saying that too is because that kind of stuff, you can— so I, I said it this year, when Georgia should have beat the brakes off of Auburn point wise, 
what was the score? 27 12, something like that. The score should have been. It was locked The score should have been 55 to 7. They should have beat the brakes off of them, point wise. I watched for some, for some for some schools. I don't. I watch to see what you do, not for the game you in twenty seven six, but for when you going to play the school that you need to beat down the road. Kentucky. So, so when I so I'm saying, but when I so when I watch Georgia now, I watch Georgia strictly to see how he gonna play against Alabama. I I look for decisions on how he's gonna play Alabama. Is he gonna be on the fourth and one, or are you gonna uh, assert your will now, or are you gonna get these guys prepared to understand? Send a message. Send a message. You know, in that Auburn game, the way it was built up in this kind of season, you supposed to send that message to that team. You are send a message to Alabama. Alabama about how much how this, you beat Auburn. I just, I just beat your rival, right? And I'm, I'm coming, coming for you. You. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so 27-6 wasn't the message. The game that game should have been 41 to six, forty five to three. Easy. Like you know what I mean? And for and Bo Nix is, is I hard mean garbage. I said I actually actually He's still running from all defense. I actually actually in midway through the third quarter, Auburn was still in the game. Right. <laughs> it was a possession right, away right, from right. being in the game. Right. You so. Then the following week, they struggled with Tennessee. You woke up in the second half, and then you. And laid, then last week was it fourteen? You, know saying, you almost laid an egg against Kentucky. Kentucky. So I, I I don't, and I'm talking. I'm saying this, and I as, can understand fourteen six against Kentucky. You're looking ahead to Florida. I get it, but if you're gonna make the point that you're making, it's like you beat Kentucky forty-one to six to say. Yeah, this if, is what you, you got coming. If you listen, Bro, how Alabama played how the defense played against Kentucky. I mean, bro, the, the, the offense ain't helped us yet. Right? Yeah. Hey, they, hey man, you can't blame the defense for holding somebody six bro, points. You, you cannot blame. <laughs> you can't blame the defense. It, I get it. We ain't stop. We still ain't stopped the wheel route. Right? I just think I just that wheel route. That wheel route. I think I just seen it. <laughs> He had what five catches, a hundred some yards on the wheel route alone, alone. I listen, listen, I, no, 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 five catches over hundred yards just on the wheel route. I think he had hundred and sixty total, but just the running back, the running back. And we and we going so on hard, the wheel we route. going so hard. We stopped the jet. We going so hard on Georgia because you're supposed to expectation. be that, that expectation, expectation and that national championship team. And I, we obviously we just we not seen it, bro. We don't we don't been in the top. Two or three in recruiting every year. Every year for the quarterback. They talking about crew. We talking about crew. We talking about crew. I don't know what you got. You got to do something. Got to do something with that with that QB. Um, Liberty thirty eight to thirty. Liberty, ranked number twenty fifth in the nation, stays undefeated. Thirty eight thirty five with Virginia Tech, fifty nine yard field goal. Why did they decide to analytics? (laughs) Freeze the kicker on a fifty nine yard field goal. Analytics. Analytics tell you to. Analytics tell you to. no, for so real. he blocked it. Let me tell everybody. So they blocked it, Scored, ran it in for a touchdown, one. and they were like, "No, y'all call timeout." So Analytics. keep the 59-yard field goal again. Liberty wins. Analytics. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm saying well, that, it's, I'm saying it's not that like be, it's a 35-yarder where it's you know on the left hash where you want him to think it about. It's 59 I, yards. I say that tongue. <laughs> I say it tongue in cheek, but they have gotten to the point where they just automatically will call a timeout. You see it on the pro level. Like, it don't freeze them. Like, it's 50-50. Let it play out. But it's 59 yards. But you also, when you do that, you give. I'd rather you not do it. I understand the closer it is, maybe you do it. But right. I don't like doing it either because if you call it after he's in motion, 
you basically giving him a free look a, at a, it. A free look at it to get us get us, you know, get us bearings right. So you are more more than likely you Because analytics the, has the, shown that when they kick it and make it, make it, then there's a forty percent chance that he's gonna miss it. But the you next know what time. analysts can't tell you is if the wind blowing one the way or the other. <laughs> what analysts can't tell you is that was fifty nine yards. Fifty nine yards. <laughs> what analysts can't tell you is how nervous he probably is that first shout time out around. To, <laughs> shout out to Coastal Carolina, still undefeated, twenty yeah. three to six over South Alabama. Small schools, baby. Hey, um, we playing December thirty first. I don't care. If they shout undefeated. out <laughs> Cincinnati. 38 to 10 over Houston. They are still undefeated. In the AAC, right? Yeah. And they could be one of those. Are they going to get in? They could. The AAC. If they run the table. But but see, and this goes back to Georgia, is how they're beating teams. Cincinnati is not winning 38 35. Georgia is your example. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They blowing teams out. Who you want me to use? Anybody but Georgia, my bad, my bad. Well, you ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be talked about national level <laughs> no more this weekend. Anyway. Be, about forty-eight different states, <laughs> right? <laughs> we live in Georgia. <laughs> ain't no more playing GA. Ain't no more playing GA. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> but it's the way Cincinnati is playing on both sides of the ball about blowing people out. So I think that they possibly, if they remain undefeated, they could get in because even the Auburn. Uh, Mississippi State is canceled because of COVID on that side, and the Wisconsin game was canceled against Purdue. So it's going to be in the Pac-12 won't get before games. Right, they lost. <laughs> somebody didn't play their first game. So again, you're going to have a team like Cincinnati that's going to be ten and zero. You're not going to put in somebody who's five and zero from a power yeah. five. I'm sorry, and ten and over is five and zero. You got to give it a. Cincinnati. And they're in the they're in the AAC, right? Yeah. So and that. Conference over the last few years have produced Memphis and Central Florida. Houston and had Houston, a good run. Houston, yep. You know they've put and not SMU just, is seven and one. And I'm about to say and these teams have won their bowl games, so it's not like you're going to wind up putting them there and they get embarrassed. You know what I mean? They've won not not the not the Duke Bowl, but they like you know Central Florida came here to the uh, to Atlanta to beat Atlanta Auburn. and beat Auburn in the uh, you know what's, what's Chick Fil A Chick Fil A Bowl. I mean that's a that's a de facto, the Chick-fil-A Bowl, you know, sometimes. That's, 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 the, number five, that's the number five. Between them and Cotton Bowl or whatever yeah. has turned into a de facto, you know, if you don't make the playoffs, then, you know, this is your de facto. One of the better bowls. One of the better bowls you get. So they've won on big stage and everybody's watching. So uh, Before we get before we go to break, Michigan loses to uh, Indiana for the first time since well, maybe, uh, 1952 maybe that Indiana, or whatever. Maybe that, yeah, uh, <laughs> World War I. Well, right. Um, maybe Indiana, that wasn't a flu against Penn State. May not have been, but it's time for Harbaugh to listen to go. go. So where is he going? Jets, Falcons. Well, we'll get the Falcons in a minute, since Raheem the Dream nah. is doing so well. But Jets is open. Houston is open. Well, I, listen. Does he come back to the pros? I said, maybe not. I think I said to you, Atlanta's going to wind up with a retread head coach. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh be a big enough name to satisfy the fan base for a couple of years. Cause all cause you we'll get to it. It's only you whatever coach come in as for Atlanta is going to be for a couple of years because you're only going to want to ride out a couple of years with Matt Ryan and Julio. So I can Which see you should trade, but I, we'll talk about that I, in a minute. I, but I can see Harbaugh coming and trying to see if he get that NFL spark like he had in San Fran with those mm-hmm. two guys. So that actually would be a, a make sense type of hire. But only for two years. However long you think Matt Ryan and Julio will be around for only two, two years. years. 
Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll we'll take a quick break. We but he gonna lose to Ohio we'll State, it. then he get fired. Well, yeah, if he that's the only way he keeps his job if he beats Ohio he'll State. Get fired. Hopefully, you gotta he gotta. Hey, 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 Harbor, you know, call him here to Atlanta. We can find some houses for you, baby. I got. <laughs> I start looking for you. <laughs> I ain't even gonna ask for the three percent. I just need two percent. One. <laughs> put him in Sugarloaf. <laughs> just need one. I'll put him down to Fayetteville. <laughs> This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, Get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so, 404-603-8770 is the number. We got a call on the line. Hello? Yo. What's hey, up? what's happening, man? What's happening? You had a, you had a bye week, didn't you? Yeah, resting up to make this run. Resting up to make this run. <laughs> run to the cellar. 
Hey man, I was just, oh. I was, I was just, you know, letting you know you had a bye week. Want to see, want to see what you think about your other uh, contenders in the uh, in the in the AFC North. Yeah, you got an undefeated Pittsburgh now, eight no squeaked out a win. Man, I'm so mad at the Cowboys. They had them dudes <laughs> down. They had them down. The Cowboys are a perfect example of a team that don't don't know what to do with themselves when they out front. They just, they was just lost. We out in front. What do we do? You keep scoring, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that game turned on that trick play. That um, you should have scored. Right. If he scores, we yeah. might be talking a different and I story. I'm surprised they didn't call the um an extra 15 yards. I thought the dude put his leg up to triple. Uh, yeah, he triple. did. And so I was I was surprised. But that when they you get... suck, you don't get those calls. <laughs> because because instead, instead of it being what was it first at the 22 or 23 or whatever, it should have been first and goal. Show should have. Yeah. Show should he tripped him. That happened. A lot of questionable plays in that particular game. Um, the uh, person filing is Ben that got called, but it didn't get called against Tampa last night in the Saints game, which which uh, the Saints blew out Tampa 38-3. The inconsistencies in the calls is what is, is hurting a lot of teams. And what's a catch nowadays? Because even in that Baltimore-Indiana uh, game where it wasn't an interception, but uh, Harbaugh challenged it, John Harbaugh, and it was called an interception where he clearly dropped the ball. That changed that game. It changed something, that game. Something, something so, happened. In so the I know. So, so man. even though you had a bye, even year. though you had a bye week, you had a hard week because the two teams you chasing both won. So now you got Baltimore at six and two. Correct. P- Pittsburgh at eight and zero, oh, and you at what five and three? You know we at five and three. Five and five. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was five and three or five and two. I didn't know if you played eight games or you know I, I was being five and three. Five and three. I was being. I was. They the still the, bo- the bottom line here is that they got a winning record. And they halfway yeah. through the season. Was, they got a comfortable. They got a comfortable winning record long? halfway through the season. Listen, listen, I, listen, I, listen. I, this is. I'm not. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming hard at you. All I'm just. I'm just saying you had a rough. You had a rough bye week had a rough because you wanted to at least see one of those two teams lose. And, and it didn't happen. Well, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. I'm just saying record-wise, though. Yeah. Um, I'm not concerned. The Steelers are going to fold. I ain't concerned about the Steelers. Now, they do have some holes. Now, first of all, they special do. teams. Now, the reason why he went for it on uh, fourth, and, fourth one, and one instead of kicking, he no already kicking. got two extra points that have been blocked. So, I understand. I understand going for it on fourth and one. Yeah, I don't. I don't like don't like the call because you hadn't really ran the ball all day long, so I wouldn't try to run it there. But I understand. I understand going, going, going for it yeah. to put the game away, and you would have had the Cowboys again with the uh, rookie quarterback to go the length of the field to score a touchdown. So well, I, you, I get you get it. the first down, you'll never see the ball. Yeah, you don't see the ball again. Kicking the field goal makes it an eight point game. I said, I don't mind going for it. I just don't like the call. I wouldn't have ran it. You hadn't ran it all game. Connors had like 20-some-odd 20, 20 yards for the game. Why are you handing it to him? Right. You know, find you a tight end or something, something to, to, to out in the flat or something, whatever. But uh, stay they won. They can't, they can't beat their chest about that game, man. They they really got beat. They just they got out of there with luck. But I'd rather, I'd rather have that. What was the final score? I'm about to say, I'd rather <laughs> 24 to 19. 24 to 19. I'd rather have, they count that, I'd rather have that, that W. That W. <laughs> right now, listen. Cause no, no matter how many points it's by, yep. it's still a W. It's still a W. At the end That's of the true. Day. Uh, Kansas City staying in the AFC, uh, stuck by Carolina. Carolina's playing really good lately. 
uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. Cap, uh, Christian McCaffrey is back, even though he got hurt. Well, they had 33 extra, 31. They had an extra few days, too, you know, because they played the Thursday night game the previous week. So to you get had, ready for you him. To get ready for him. So. Man, but did you see what Pat Mahomes did? That joker went in motion. The quarterback goes in motion. It was what, first and goal from like the five. Went in motion to the left. Came back around to the right to throw a touchdown. Eric Bienemy and, and um, what's the head coach? Uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. They playing too much. <laughs> they playing too much. How, when in the history, the 100 years of the NFL, have you set the quarterback in motion with the ball and then come back around to throw it? Today. <laughs> well, yesterday. That dude, that dude is so good. They just sitting in the coach's room like, man, let's just try this. Right, yeah. <laughs> they literally saying a lot. Drawing up plays, let, like you say, hey, let's try this and, and see if it works. And they saving the defense. They know it's going to work. They just say, let's try it. They already know it's going to work. <laughs> they started off in that game down 14-3. Yeah. But then that, that's the thing. With that team, they're never out of yeah. it. I.e. the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. They have to have the lead. Yeah. It's harder for them being a dominant running team that controls the ball, controls the clock, to have them come back and try and win a game down by more than one possession. Yeah, it's not how, it's not how they built. It's not how they built. And then the other thing is, too, now, everybody it's in the psyche of everybody. Once Kansas City starts getting on the roll, you almost, you almost shut. It's almost like I'm looking at Kansas City's offense or how people looked at Mike Tyson in his prime. The longer you go, the, the no, the more, the more he swing at you. Even if you miss, just feeling it, feeling the win. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, man, do I want to take this punch? You know what I'm saying? And so that's can that happen? That's can that's, <laughs> that's that's Kansas City's offense. Kansas City's offense is like, listen, once we get that first seven, we we gonna get three more sevens. It, it's, it's it's coming at you rapidly, and so it it even though you ahead and you should run the ball. You almost like I need to get ahead of this avalanche that's coming, and now it throws you all out of sync. I think it's more like Golden State, where okay. you can have a lead, but no lead is safe because the way they hit threes when it was Steph and Clay, and when KD was there, it was like in a matter of two minutes they can run off a 12-0 lead. I told you, and either come back or put themselves yeah. a up by more than 20. It's I like told what you. they did to the Titans, I mean the, to Texans last year. Yeah. Yeah. Texans was up thought they were and, smiling in the and, game. And, and, no, and, and, no, right. and, and that's that's my point. Like he had a chance to make a decision to put him away and he didn't. And so like with Kansas City when you and you seen in the Super Bowl, they had a chance to put him away and they didn't. You know what I mean? And so it's like when they get that next touchdown, then it's now you should come out and probably run the ball. No, you start chucking it around because you're trying to get ahead of this storm that's coming, and you just mess up. But I, we're talking about Golden State. I stopped watching Golden State games for about four or five, four or five games. I just was watching the percentages, you know. Man. And when you would see that three point percentage tick above forty two, I'm like, oh, they about to win because. You, have, oh, you can't trade twos for threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Go, you know Golden mean? State is going to be a monster this year. They really are. Yeah, that's why I don't know why anybody talking about the Lakers for right. And they're going to wind up with a lottery pick. But they don't have that <laughs> bitch. Is that going to hurt them? No, no. That bitch played that, all that, last year. That bitch played all last year. They played year. all last year. That's the thing. They got experience now. And I ain't playing the full 82 games. I'm only playing 72. I'm going hard at y'all. <laughs> and y'all took y'all licks and talking noise and chirping and all kind of stuff. Coaches been catching y'all 
yes, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, your, Washington, your Washington football team lost to the Giants. How y'all lose to the Giants? Yo, we on a third string quarterback. We on. I told you, <laughs> your boy Stick, Kyle Allen got knocked Kyle, out. He got. He got. And almost Alex Smith a similar. Yeah, he got a leg Alex Smith with, ain't got no business playing football. Sticky leg. And we got. Uh, but I mean, Kyle Allen, you know, almost had the same injury that um that Dak had. had. You know, Man, not, not as two, bad. With but, the two defensive ends that Washington got, they should they should be good for five sacks every damn game. The, the problem with the problem with Washington is you can't do what he did to that. Two things he did, and this is why. And I know it won't happen, but as harsh as I am about uh, Kirby Smart, is how harsh I'm gonna be about Ron. There's two things that Ron did this year that, to me, almost unforgivable. You can't take the first-round quarterback and put him to a third string. I can understand benching him and sitting him down, but you can't put him to the third, third string. Because even if you want to get rid of him, you just told the other 31 teams, I'm not going to give you no more in the fourth rounder if that form, because you benched him to the third string. So why should I give you something higher than the fourth round? Yes, so you cut your own self as far mm-hmm. as your bidding wars and get rid of him. And then two, two, knowing what you have behind you. Alex Smith. I mean, that granted, ain't a good option. I mean, granted, he made it back. Wonderful story. Make a movie about it. But right now, I need to win. And then it's you brought, the NFC least. And then you brought Kyle Allen over there that didn't do squatting with you in, in Carolina. Now nah, he ran off five or six wins until and people got exposed. Because once, once we yet. seen tape on him. Ace, you sound upset, man. I am. And then the last, the, last, <laughs> the last thing is the first time they played the Giants, Kick the extra point and take the game, game. into River, overtime. It's Riverboat Run. Kick in the in the yeah. Riverboat Run. Gotta the, go with it. In the NFC, Ride it. In right. The, in, the, <laughs> in the in the NFC lease. In the NFC lease. Do you know the, uh, the Cowboys still in number a half a game out of first place? <laughs> so if this Joker no, had won cra- that game, the, the crazy part <laughs> is the crazy part is right now today. Right now today, Philadelphia is three, four, and one. They have a seventy nine percent chance of winning the NFC East. The eight and the eight and Pittsburgh Steelers have a seventy two percent chance of winning, of winning the, their the AFC, division. AFC and they ain't no. So what does that tell so, you about that division? So now, now that tells me, <laughs> now that tells me you're not paying attention to what's going on around you in your own division to make that call. You, you get what I'm saying? So Man, I, 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 I knew. When they let Nick Foles go, it wasn't going to be no good for them for the next five years, man. Well, they can have Nick Foles back because <laughs> you should be you <laughs> should young. Hey, that's the best relief pitcher in, in yeah, football. Yeah. Right, bring, relief, bring relief, relief, relief. Bring him in relief. week 14. Uh, because, again, there's <laughs> no way playing against the Tennessee Titans, you hold the best running back outside of Dalvin Cook right now to less than 50 yards rushing. You win that game. That defense played as hard as possible. For as long as possible, the offense can't do anything, and that's on Matt Nagy, because you didn't want Trubisky, you know that's that's not your guy. Understandably and so. And so you got you brought Foles in. You said that's the guy I want over Cam, and I don't right. want to care about what the people I don't saying. Understand what's what going, Cam doing I, now? No, right. I don't want to care. Cam would have fit well. Yes. yes. In, in that Chicago, system. In, in Matt Nagy's system. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, okay, but, again, you said wait, in Matt Nagy's system. Cam Newton should have gone to Chicago? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because it, it, Matt Cam Nagy. Newton played this year? No, no, no. Listen, listen. No, no, you listen. We're not listening. You're not listening. Listen. Matt Nagy has one system and one system only. He does not know how to adjust to the team that he has around him. Cam Newton would have fit better into his system because he doesn't know how to change. If he knew how to change, 
with this defense that the Bears have, they would be a lot better than what they are right now. You sound a little upset too. Man. I am. Well, y'all sound a little sensitive about y'all football team. Oh, you want to talk about the Falcons? Hold on. No, no, no. No, let's go. You want to talk about a Falcon fan? He was upset about Georgia, so whatever. He's sensitive. No, he's still a Falcon fan. No, no, no. You turning your papers? Yes. Oh, okay. After that Dallas game? You turning your papers? Man, I turned them in when they were standing there looking at the ball. I, 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 I sent them an email. But you know what? I got to give them credit. At least they recovered the onside kick this time. Everybody jumped Barely. on. I know, right? <laughs> Barely. One hit them in the hand. <laughs> but they still recovered it. But they still recovered it, though. They learned. They My learned. And now under Raheem the Dream, they're 3-1. and one. Does he keep the job? No, they got to get that cancel out the bill. Just clear how everybody they, they, they got to get it all out the bill. Everybody. The peanut man. Everybody. everybody. The, the we were just talking about the towel, boy. I don't, I don't where, care. Where Listen, you, where can you get money? Where can you get? Where can you send Matt Ryan? No, 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 no it was a college thing, but now it's become a pro thing. Yeah, you watch Arizona and Miami, you you watching that college. And, and Alabama still beating Oklahoma. Yeah, two, 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 took two, care still, business. Still, got, still. Alabama still beating Oklahoma. Um, but I think Florida just ran a, a wheel route. <laughs> <laughs> Again, um, Falcons. I, I no. First of all, I'm glad Raheem. He probably should have never got fired when he was at Washington. Tampa. And he probably should have never got fired at Tampa either. So I'm happy for Raheem to show. So. We got. I was. I was talking about. There's possibly four jobs, maybe even five. So you know the Jets are probably looking for. Yeah, looking Gates for is going to be gone. Chicago might be looking for one. Yep. The uh, yeah, Houston. Uh, uh, Houston. Jets. Houston's looking for one. Minnesota. I think Zimmerman's time is done there. Yeah. Um. And you know. The, so. So that's that's four. Well, with the Jets though, you could have a quarterback if Trevor decides to go. Does Dabo go to? You know, that's one of those. Could it be another I mean, situation for, where both for, players for, go? I, I don't think the, Dabo can win. I think win Trevor Lawrence is overrated, man. I really do. You think what? I think Trevor Lawrence is overrated, man. I don't think so. <laughs> I I can't. I, I won't say a hundred percent, but I can't see saying that he's overrated yet. I I, I put it you this way. Let him if, run the table and beat Alabama. Well, you know what? I'm no. I'm I'm gonna almost agree with my man Eric over here. If you want to look at him like Sam Bradford, because yep. Sam Bradford had a run at, in in Oklahoma, he was you know twenty five and two or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can also have said that they don't play defense in the Big Twelve. I can look at the ACC and be like, you know what, he played in the ACC with the Miami and FSU being down, and the only big games that he's played, he's lost. He's lost in two of them. You know, one the uh, both the Alabama. He beat Alabama and lost. In, yeah. No, he lost to Alabama twice, Mm-mm, right? They won. He got one championship. He got one. He yeah. got one. He's a good dude. So, so yeah, he got one. I mean, so yeah, he I'm won. just looking at his big games. How many big games he won. has he had? He won, though. Okay. So, I'm, I was trying to get with you, Eric, but no. I, no, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, not. Eric is a Cleveland Brown fan. <laughs> right. That, 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 so, that tells you all you need I mean, to know. Look at him. Look at him. Eric. I was trying to. Actually, but, you know, Eric's still on pace for his. He's still on pace on 12 and 4. 12 and 4. I, I don't see him getting there. I see him getting they, that they, when they I got, slow they, them 10 to 6. How many more games they got? Oh, yeah, a lot. They got eight more games. Eight more games. They got to go 7 and 1. You can count 
count to eight, can't you? They got eight, they got eight more to move. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to count them back. We're going to count them back. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, at, real at best quick, eleven no, and five. I'm staying on our, our theme. Has seemed to be Georgia tonight. Uh, Tack McKinley is has been let go get him after, out of here after Stupid. he tweeted about yeah. they should have got a second round for him and they didn't trade for him. And then what was it? Uh, yeah, he about tweeted a, something else. About eight, they should have got a who, five and a who, six. Yeah, five who, and a six. Who's this agent? <laughs> Sometimes you it'd be too late. The agent be like. That 17, alert come up. Seventeen and a half sacks in four years. Right. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Get they him should. out of here. I'm just. I'm just like you. Uh, uh, Grant is no GM right now, so you just let you got to let the cancer go for nothing. But maybe you should have got rid of him when he was a hot commodity. If if that's true, when if that was, was he true. a hot? I mean, no. I'm yeah. just saying if the office was there yeah, for yeah, a second yeah, or third I round. Right, you which done I don't it. think he's lying about that. I think that they probably. It may not have been a second, but it might have been a third. third. When? Well, just I'm this. I'm this. I mean, I mean, I mean his but, second I mean, year. That's like, okay, after his second year. But second why year. would you get rid of him after your second year if you think he, if 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 he because when he had seven sacks? I think so. So after seven sacks, you think you you think you can right coach build him? upon so, that. So why would you get rid of yeah, him? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. But his don't tweeting know. got him fired though. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sad part. Um, tonight, uh. The AFC least is just in New England. Who you like? New England, man. They're not gonna lose three in a row, four uh, in a row. Maybe. New England. New England. Oh, okay. Right. New England in a massacre. Ten this, seven. It ain't even gonna it's be seven, just winning. Man. Just winning. Just winning. Ten seven in the uh, second quarter. Now nah, I tell you this right now. If, wow. if, if Cam starting, yeah. So if they do. They they lose to the winless Jets. Then it's a problem. Then it's a problem. Cam Cam, hey. Cam would be with with tack. <laughs> <laughs> he was with McKinley. You think, Brady, you think when Tom Brady went home last night, his wife said, you know your old bud is 43. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, I, man. We got to get out of here. Follow DNA Sports Talk on, on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. Hey, shout out to Chris Nickett, first Down Syndrome person to complete a triathlon, Iron Man. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. 